welcome to the Organizer Chicks podcast. I am your host, Amber Taggart, and I'm super excited to introduce my guest in the studio today. It is one of my favorite guys in the whole entire world, Ryan Taggart. Ryan is my son. He is nine years old, and I wanted to bring him on today as we talk about kids in organization. Now, I talk with parents all the time and it can really be a struggle. It can really be hard for parents to have kids who are interested in being a part of the process of maybe decluttering or the process of doing some nightly tidy up. And so we're going to talk to Ryan. I want to ask him to share some of the things that we do in our house and some of the ways that he is able to be awesomely helpful around here. And so Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you. This is going to be fun. And I hope we can all learn something. Awesome. Glad to have you, bud. Hey, so I would like for you to start by telling everybody a little bit about yourself. We already know that you're nine. So tell us this. Where do you fall in the family? What is your birth order? I am the oldest and I have three siblings. Awesome. Do you want to tell us maybe their ages and their genders? My brother, right after me, he is seven. My sister, right after me, is four. And my brother, after that, is only two. So you must be setting a pretty good example all the time, huh? Mm-hmm. I like it. It's fun. Showing them how to act. Excellent. Do you feel like part of your job as the oldest child is to help them to learn how to organize. Do you feel like that's ever something that you do? I do help them organize, yes, sometimes. Because Owen, the youngest brother, is always throwing around his toys <laughs> all over the floor and everywhere. That's true. That's what two-year-olds do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan, do you remember how old you were the very first time that you started to learn to tidy things up? Do you remember that? No, I don't. Nope. I bet you don't. And so that's maybe the first point that I would want to talk about is Ryan, who has a pretty great memory, doesn't really remember the first times that we taught him to tidy up because we started teaching him when he was too young to really even have memory. And just kind of like we do for Owen now, who's our two-year-old, we just have him help to the degree that he can. Um, And that's just a daily part of our normal life, isn't it? We tidy up throughout the day, don't we? Yes, we do. Why don't you tell everybody, what are some times of the day that we might normally do a quick tidy up? Are there a couple times a day maybe that we typically do that? Yes, there are. After every meal and at night. What do you do after every meal? We sweep the dining room and we wipe off the table and we take everything off it and we push in the chairs when we're done. Mm Mm-hmm. And is it the same person's turn every single time, or do you guys take turns? We take turns, but since Owen is too young, he does not. That's right. So then that means that the 9-year-old, the 7-year-old, and the 4-year-old all take turns doing dining room cleanup after every meal, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, would you say that you do a pretty good job at that? Yes, normally I do. Mm-hmm. What about um, Evan, who's 7? Does he do a pretty good job? Always. Yeah, he's really, really good at it, isn't he? Mm-hmm. What about Lana? Now, she's four, but she's almost five. She'll be five pretty soon. She did it today, as a matter of fact, after lunch. Did she do a pretty good job? Yes, she did. She's really good. Mm-hmm. She sure is. Now, I would love for you to tell us, because you know what? We may have some grown-ups listening, but we might have some other kids who are listening, too, to this podcast today. Would you kind of walk them through the process 
of cleaning up the table after a meal, what do you do first? First, we would take everything off except all the little decorations, like plates and spoons that get left on them, mm -hmm. on the table. We'd take all that off. Now, let me ask you this. Are there ever supposed to be plates and spoons left on the table? Nope. Nope. Everyone's supposed to get their own plate, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But realistically, sometimes... Somebody just runs off without their plate, and so you're right. That's the first thing you have to do is actually clear the table, right? Mm-hmm. Right. All right, what's the next step? We wipe the table clean. We get all the stains off and all the little crumbs. Mm-hmm. And we also wipe the chairs, too. Mm-hmm. And you kind of go in that order, don't you? You go table and then the chairs. Why is that? Because stuff falls down, not up. Mm-hmm. So we work from high to... Low. Right. We work from high to low. So after you have wiped off the tabletop and wiped off the chairs, what do you do next? We remove the chairs, then we sweep mm -hmm. under the table and beside it under the chairs. And then you just push the chairs back in and you're done, huh? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now let me ask you this. On average, how long would you say it takes you to do that dining room cleanup? Uh, four or five minutes. Yeah, that's a pretty good guess. Because our table is pretty big, isn't it, right? It, it can actually seat 10 people. But we usually just use, you know, four to six spots at a time, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not that hard, is it? Not at yeah. all. Yeah. One of the things that makes it not very hard is that we just do it several times a day throughout the day, right? We don't wait until it's super gunky or extra yucky, and then it's a big job to clean up. We kind of try to stay on top of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... What other times of day, then, did you say that we do some cleaning up and some tidying up? At night time. Mm-hmm. Right after lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes just randomly throughout the day, we'll have a quick living room cleanup or something, won't we? Yeah. But always, I think right before bed is always one that happens before bed. Does that sound like a fair statement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me this. When it's nighttime, what do you usually have that's your responsibility to help clean up? My room, the mm -hmm. living room, sometimes Owen's room. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we help the baby, that's true. And I'll, every once in a while, I'll go help Lana. Yep, you can be super helpful like that, can't you? You are, you are a good guy. Tell me this, let's talk about your bedroom. Let's talk about what you do and kind of what your process is when it's time to clean up your room. Because one of the things I think that sometimes can be really hard for kids when it's time to clean up is that they don't maybe know where everything goes. And they don't feel like everything has a home. So I think it would be helpful if you would talk to us about what you do and kind of what your your attack plan is. When you walk into your room and maybe you've been playing all day and so maybe there are toys out. Maybe when you kicked off your shoes, you didn't put them away. Maybe someone took a shower and then threw their towel on the chair. What do you usually try to do first? And why do you do that thing first? I would normally pick up all the tiny toys so that I wouldn't step on them and hurt my feet. That's really smart. What would you do next? Pick up all the big toys. That way I don't accidentally slip on a ball. Mm-hmm. So all the toys, and you say you pick them up, but where do they go? What do all the toys go in? In my closet, in the toy box, mm -hmm. at the bottom. Yep. And do we have a super complicated toy box with lots of little spaces for things? Or just kind of one big toy box with chunk it all in there? We just have one giant rectangular toy box 
and we just throw the crap in there. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. All right, what else? What other things might be on the floor, and what do you do with those? Maybe they're maybe they're clothes. Maybe there's a towel. Maybe there's a book thrown around. What do you do with those other things? With clothes, I would first pick them up and then smell them. If they smell bad, I would just toss them in the hamper over in the corner. But if they smell good, I would fold them and put them in my drawer. Okay, hopefully we won't have any good smelling clothes just laying on the floor, though. I mean, something went wrong somewhere, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's good. What about your shoes? If you've got shoes laying on the floor, what do you do with those? I will scoop them up, and I will carry as many as I can at a time over to our dresser at the bottom, open the drawer, and put them in. Mm-hmm. So all of our shoes, you, you and your brother share a room, don't you? Mm-hmm. And are you, you guys super far apart in size, or are you the same size dude? Basically the same size. <laughs> yes, you are. You sure are. He's a big he's a big kid, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's all right. But yeah, so you guys are wearing the same size of pretty much everything, and so all your shoes just go in the bottom drawer of your of your drawer or of your dresser drawers, huh? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty simple. And then, um, what if there's a towel laying around from after your shower? Where does it go? Normally, I would put it back on the hanger mm-hmm. but if it's been used to wipe the floor i put it in the dirty clothes amen to that yeah so if we just took a shower with it and then it's it's still damp we're gonna hang it up on the hanger a few times right we can reuse a towel a couple times yeah so the point here is that everything in your room has a place and you know where that place is huh buddy yep and let's say that you are playing a game where you just had to sit in the top bunk and you couldn't do any of the work, but you just had to tell somebody else where it all went, would you be able to just instantly say, this goes there, this goes there, and know where it all goes? Probably. Yeah. Everything has a home, and you know where that thing is, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that's good, and that makes it easy. How long would you say, on average, it takes you to clean up the bedroom? About two minutes. Maybe two minutes, on average, because, you know, we, again, we do that kind of every day, don't we? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan, I'm going to ask you a tough question. you got to be honest, Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right. Do you ever have a stinky attitude when it's time to tidy up? Sometimes. Sometimes. You know what? Sometimes I have a stinky attitude when I have to tidy up, too. Sometimes I don't want to. You know that? Sometimes we all have a stink. (laughs) Are you surprised? Are you shocked and amazed? Yes, I am. (laughs) Sometimes we all don't want to tidy up. But let me ask you this. What normally happens if you're having a stinky attitude... Maybe you have a little stinky attitude for a minute, but then you calm down. What happens then? Sometimes I'll get a little punishment, and then I'll just get back to work. <laughs> what kind of punishment do you get? One minute at a time out sometimes. Got to take a time out. Chill out. Calm down. Do some breathing till you're sane again. Yeah, we've all been there. So when you decide, all right, you know what, I'm just going to get back to it, and you do the job, was it so terrible normally? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Usually it's it's a lot easier just to go ahead and do the thing, right? Yep. Yeah. You know what? That is the kind of lesson that you're learning as you get more mature. As you're growing up, you're learning that more and more. And we all learn that as we go. So no worries. Ryan, what would you say if there was somebody out there listening and maybe they were nine years old and maybe they had a room that had all kinds of stuff in it and... When it was time and their parents said, all right, go clean your room, they just thought that job was way too hard and they couldn't do it and they didn't want to. What might you say to that kid? 
I would say if you go in there and do it as fast as you can and do in that order that I talked about earlier, you could probably do it really quick. Yeah. So you think if you just go in with a plan in your mind, then that makes it easier to do, huh? Yes, I do. Yeah. So I think maybe one of the things that helps you is that you don't focus on the whole room all at once, maybe. You just think about these things one little thing at a time. So first you come in and you just focus on the toys and you try not to worry about the rest of it, right? You just look at the toys and just focus on the toys. And then you move on to the next category and take care of that, huh? Yes, ma'am, I do. Yeah, that sounds like a really good method. Kind of just focusing on that one thing at a time, controlling that one thing at a time. Sometimes when we look at a whole big room full of mess, it can be really overwhelming. And you know what? Grown-ups can feel that exact same way. And so actually what, what you're doing is something that you were taught to do when you were a very, very young kiddo. So young that you don't even remember it. And that's something I teach my clients to do all the time. It's just focus in on one thing at a time and complete one little task and then move on to the next one. Awesome. Hey, Ryan, here is a couple of my last questions for you. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am, I am. All right. I want you to think about a time when your room was just a wreck. Can you picture that in your mind? What that would look like when it was just a wretched mess? Yes, two times. Two times when it was just terrible. Now think about that. Keep that picture in your mind. And then think about how did you feel to be inside that room when it was just torn apart mess? Like it was not going to be easy, but maybe I could still do it. You Did it make you feel kind of overwhelmed? Yes. Hmm. Any other feelings that you had while you were in there? Did you like it? Did it, did it feel like a place you liked to be in the middle of? No, it didn't. Hmm, why not? What about it? There's about a bazillion blocks scattered all over. So what was tough about that? The blocks were tiny and had sharp pieces. Mm-hmm. Corners, bumps. Yeah. Were also kind of sharp. So it was it was physically hard because you were walking on little pieces everywhere, huh? Yeah. Can, can you think back to anything that it made your mind feel or that it made your emotion feel while you were in that room? I felt crazily mad and like this is going to take forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to even know the right word to put on it. Maybe frustrated might have been a word that would fit the way you felt possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Well, now I want you to think about how it looks and how it feels when the room is tidy and when things are where they belong, when you've taken a minute to... Make your bed look nice and neat. Maybe you vacuumed recently and then you walk into your room. How does that look and feel to you? If I literally just did it and no one's came in to wreck it. <laughs> yes, let's let's assume that it looks nice and neat. How does that feel? It feels great to know I got it done and out of the way so that I can go do what I was doing before. Nice. What about in your mind? Is there is there any feeling that comes to your mind or maybe to your emotions when you are inside a space and it it feels nice and neat like that? Does it feel like a place where you can get better rest or a place where you can read your book and concentrate better or anything like that? It feels like a place that I can move around more. Very good. Ryan, thanks so much for sharing. 
how you feel and how you think and kind of what your process for being organized is. I appreciate it. And I appreciate all the things that you do around our house to help us to stay tidy and organized and to be sure that we have a lot of time as a family. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Would you be my guest again sometime? Probably, yeah. Probably. Glad to hear it. Well, we appreciate Ryan being with us today. And what I really wanted everyone to hear was just the perspective of a child. Ryan is nine. And I think it's pretty interesting that he doesn't even remember being taught these things. But if you have a kiddo who's beyond the age of two and you haven't started with them on these principles yet, I'm here to tell you it is not too late. We're going to talk more about kids and organizing on our next episode. So I hope that you'll join me there. And I'm going to share some of the things that I work with my clients through and some ways to, to begin to institute some family rituals to help you to get and stay organized and to get your kids involved in this process. That wraps up this episode of the Organizer Chicks podcast. Make sure to subscribe here and stay up to date with us on social media. We're at facebook.com slash the organizer chicks. And on Instagram, we're at the underscore organizer underscore chicks. Also make sure to check out the organizerchicks.com for more information on who we are and what we do. If you found our podcast interesting or helpful today, please give us a review on iTunes as it makes our show more visible to others. And a big thanks to Sweet25 for letting us use their song, Thinking About You. Check them out on Spotify and iTunes as well. Thanks again for listening and be sure to catch our next episode as we work to help you turn your before into an after.